Welcome to the Scrap Happier Podcast, where we share quick tips, tricks, and techniques to help you create scrapbooks you love and be happier while doing it. I'm your host, Alice Bull. Welcome to today's episode, and I'm so excited to introduce you to our guest today, Christina Sorge. Hi, Christina. Hi, Alice. So I've met you quite some time ago online, and some of the first stuff I'd actually learned about you, it was all related to secrets. There was secrets that aren't, weren't secrets, and I was so confused, but that made me super curious. So I have to say my first introduction to you left me with so much curiosity, and I'd hope that today we can go through and answer all the questions, solve, solve all those secrets. <laughs> I love it. Let's do it. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself, your scrappy journey, how you came to scrapbooking, how you got started with teaching your online biz, like all the things kind of give me a cliff notes version of how you got into all of this. All the things. Okay. So I started scrapbooking when I was a kid and literally like spiral bound notebook and a roll of tape because I had all these little like treasures and things that I didn't want to lose. So that was kind of where I very first started. It wasn't like scrapbooking was a huge thing then. That was just something I did to keep track of all of those like ticket stubs and friendship bracelets and, you know, all the things that are important to a little kid. That's so fun because I would save things like that, but I didn't actually turn them into a project. I don't know how that didn't cross my mind. I'm kind of shocked, but that's so cool. Do you still have that kind of stuff? I totally still have them. So in my like members group for our kit club, um, I have showed them some of those original albums, like all of those spiral bound notebooks. And I have like little handwritten captions about like why it was important. Like it's crazy, but yep, I still have them. That's awesome. What a, what a fun thing to look back on. It's it's like finding some old diary when you're from when you're a kid. You're like, oh my God, I can't believe I wrote that. But then it's kind of like later on, you've got so much perspective. You're like, oh, that's just adorable. Yeah, it's so, so fun to look at them, especially looking at the things like 10-year-old you kept and thought were like the most important treasures in the world versus the things that you would keep now. Oh, that's awesome. So eventually you moved past the spiral bound notebook or not? (laughs) I did. Um, When I was in college, I was a pre-med major. And so I was looking for a job and something that was like a little bit more of a creative outlet. And so I got a job working in a local scrapbook store. So I just started out like working behind the counter cutting kits for them, making some like layouts and things for the walls, and eventually started teaching classes for them. And that's kind of where I started more of like my current scrapbooking journey. That's cool. And were you a big photographer before that? Did you take lots of pictures that all of a sudden you were inspired to scrapbook? Or how did that kind of happen? Well, I'm a super huge like travel fanatic. And so I wanted to travel everywhere and I was constantly taking pictures of everywhere that we went. And so I think that's kind of where that part of it like came from as far as the photography. But I was seriously like awful at taking pictures. 
And so that has been something that I have really, really worked on to where I can have like some pretty good quality pictures for my kids. I made a page once about my regret over how when I was pregnant, people didn't do the beautiful belly shots then. That just wasn't a thing that kind of came along a little bit later. And so my pregnant belly photo is in a fluorescent orange bikini in front of a Christmas tree. (laughs) It is the most awful picture you've ever seen. It has stretch marks right from like seven months. It was crazy. But I was like it's not that perfect photo that mothers can get nowadays, but it's still like it captures that moment, that excitement in, in being pregnant. So, oh my gosh, I totally know what you mean by being a bad photographer. Well, I think like before there were digital pictures, people just, you didn't really like, I don't know, you didn't think about all of that, like perfect composition and you couldn't look at it instantly. So you didn't even know if you were getting a good picture or not. So once everything kind of moved to digital, I think it really stepped up like photography across the board. I think for the amateurs, right? Like you had the professionals that could take good pictures, but then all the rest of us were just like click and hope. right? Exactly. And then you'd get a role developed and like every single one was bad. You're like, okay, great. So I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So you had your travel pictures, whether they were good or not. And then that led to your scrappy journey. It totally did. So I would definitely say travel between travel and my kids, those are the like number one, number two things that I document the most. Um, I definitely am trying to make an effort to tell more of like my own stories and get myself in there, but that's hard. It is hard. It's actually one of the things that I hear the most from scrapbookers that's telling their own stories and scrapbooking about themselves is super hard. It's Actually, the very first class I created online, it was called Scrapbook You, and it was to encourage people to tell their own stories. And it kind of gave them a a headway into that so that they could learn how to even tackle like a whole life and stuff. And it was so fun. That's hilarious. Absolutely. So then once you got started with it headfirst, like were you in and this is like your new life now or what happened there? I was very into it for a while while I was working in the scrapbook store doing all those things. And then I didn't have kids yet. And you know how it is, like life happens. And I joined uh, Teach for America, which is part of the Peace Corps, and started teaching in a middle school classroom and working on a master's degree and doing all the things. And like creative pursuits just kind of got put on the back burner for a while. Mm -hmm. And so I stepped away from all of that until I had kids of my own. And then I was like, I have to get back into that because I want to be able to document their stories. And that was super important to me. So that kind of got me back into everything. Cool. And then how did this happen that you suddenly became involved in online activities? Like how did that come about for you? I was soaking up like everything on YouTube that I could find because scrapbooking had changed like a ton from the time I was in college working in a scrapbooking store until I came back to it. So I was soaking up all of this YouTube content and I was super inspired. And I was like, I really want to be able to find a way to inspire other people the way that I'm getting inspiration. So the very first thing I did was jump in and start a YouTube channel. That's awesome. 
I will say that that's not my strongest platform <laughs> confession. It is. I don't know. It's just where it made sense for me to start. And the technology didn't really scare me at the time. And so it was like, okay, well, I can make a video of this easy enough. Just jumped right in and started. So then after that, you kind of started like your whole online business after your YouTube channel. So can you tell us a little bit about your business and like all the pieces of it? I'm kind of curious because you kind of have a few different things going on and it's pretty cool. We have a whole lot of things going on. (laughs) Um, So it started with... I had started a series on my YouTube channel with building scrapbooking kits out of my stash. My friend Christy, and so she's from Christy's Beautiful Life, and she's on YouTube too, was like, I just cannot put together a kit that I am really happy with. And yours always looks so awesome. So she was like, I want to have you make a kit for me. That just kind of started this huge snowball that became the Secret Not Secret Kit Club. That is the funniest name. You got to tell me. Like, How did that come about? Well, because my friend Christy, so we have a group of like a whole big group of us that talk online all the time. She was supposed to be keeping this project a secret that I was building a kit for her because other people would come to me sometimes and be like, man, I would buy that kit or I love that kit or I love this or that. So she was the first one that I was like, okay, I'm going to jump in and build her a kit. So it was supposed to be a secret. She totally spilled the beans in our group chat about this kit that I was building for her, thinking she was talking to just me. Oh. (laughs) And so it became the secret that was not actually a secret anymore. And so we kept that fun little name. That's hilarious. Okay. When I heard about this online, I'm like, how come I don't know about this secret? How come there's a scrapbooking secret? I need to know about this. And that's when... I went really searching and then along the way you actually came and taught a course for us in Denver like the Scrap Happy we travel usually every year for our Scrap Happy reunion you came to Denver and you taught us a class and honestly my members were so blown away by that class like I just kept hearing about it everybody said such good things that I'm like okay, we found the right person. This is great. (laughs) That is so awesome because like I have a background in education. I taught middle school and high school for 10 years. Being able to teach scrapbooking classes is so cool because I can do the teaching part with something I am super passionate about. And that just makes it so dynamic and so fun. I think right now, this is just a good time to introduce this. You're actually going to be one of the instructors for the Scrap Smarter Experience. Can you tell us like a sneak about the class that you're going to be doing for us? It was kind of a special request. (laughs) It was sort of a special request. And I am so stinking excited for this entire weekend of classes. It's going to be so amazing. And I don't know how in the world, like, you guys felt that I ranked with the people that are also teaching these classes because I'm like major fangirl moments about some of the instructors that are going to be there. Um, but I am going to be teaching a class called Impactful Go-To Designs. They are super fun ways to create a layout based on a foundation that you can use over and over, no matter what products you have, no matter how big or how small your stash is, no matter if you have an hour to create or 15 minutes to create, 
We're going to talk a lot about creating embellishment clusters because that is the number one thing that people constantly tell me that they struggle with. Oh, that's for sure. I hear that all the time. I just don't know how to embellish. I don't know what to do at the end. I make my page and then it's kind of like, I don't know what to, how to put the rest of that stuff on there. <laughs> yep. Yay. I'm so glad you're going to solve that problem for us. I am. And I'm giving everybody this really cool principle that they can keep in their scrappy space that kind of gives them a little formula to help. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Can you kind of go into your journey with scrapbooking? Like, like we understand now, like kind of where you started, but what keeps you scrapbooking? Like, why do you scrapbook? Well, as far as sharing on social media and that part of scrapbooking for me, I love being able to inspire other people. And I love being able to provide things that people are like, I wish I could have this, but it doesn't exist. And so we do a lot of things like that, like pre-cut cut files or custom acrylic and wood veneer or all kinds of personally curated kits, like things that people are throwing out into the universe like this is on my scrapbooking wish list and I get to kind of be like the person that figures out how to make that happen and what could be better than that on a daily basis like that's just amazing and I know that right now somebody is wanting to google search what your company is so can you tell us (laughs) (laughs) um so you will find me at redefined creative and it's creative with a k because I'm Christina with a k you have custom curated kits. You're doing pre-cut cut files, which I am a huge fan of because I actually don't have an electronic cutter in my scrapbook room anymore. I got tired of learning the, how to make everything work. So I'm like, I am so glad there are people that will cut these for me and they know how to make the machines work. They get the perfect cuts and then they send them to me and I'm happy to pay for that. Absolutely. It is It is amazing to me how many people order cut files that have a machine at home, but they're like, it is so much work to get that machine out. It's much easier to just have you send them to me already ready to go. Mm -hmm. I was really happy when you introduced that. And now you actually have a brand new machine, right? To add to your creative options. I do. We got a brand new, like super crazy fancy, like I should probably have a like license to work it laser machine. <laughs> I saw a video and I was like, Ooh, oh, she could do all kinds of things now. <laughs> I can cut all the things. It is true. Like it is crazy what this machine will do. And so we are having so much fun like playing with it and figuring out where we can go and what we can make. For your personal scrapbooking, like now you have access to all the fun stuff. Are you still creating for yourself? Like, are you still actually making pages? Absolutely. Because sometimes the business goes busy and then the production of the creativity on your own side goes down. But Okay. You said yes. So (laughs) tell me more. (laughs) I am super committed. Like if you follow me on social media, you will see I'm super committed to telling people no matter where they are, no matter how busy they are, that they need to find 15 minutes a day to get creative because it helps with your mental status. It helps with every other aspect of your life. And so I could not possibly go out there and tell all of my supporters and people to do that if I wasn't doing that myself. So I absolutely make the time. 
I am so proud of you when I hear this. I'm like, yes, (laughs) that is just awesome. And so is there like a topic that you spend like the majority of your time scrapbooking? Like where, where, um, what kind of stories are you telling the most? Mostly stories for my kids about, you know, travel and their personalities and their lives, things that we're doing. Uh, my kids play sports, so lots of sports stories, mainly things for my kids. Mm-hmm. And do you have topics that you're like, eh, that doesn't really go in my scrapbook? <laughs> I don't like I always say nothing is off limits. Like I am good to talk about anything, the good stuff or the bad stuff. But I will say that I give myself permission to wait until I'm ready. So sometimes I just am not in a place where I'm ready to tell a certain story and I give myself permission to not be ready yet. I think that's a really fair answer. Yeah. And honestly, that's kind of what's worked for me. And it's funny because sometimes you think that you're ready to tell a certain story and it just isn't the right time. You pull it out and you're thinking, oh, I'm, I'm good to do this now. It's like, no, maybe not. <laughs> well, and I think listening to yourself because you know, like when you pull out those pictures and think about that story, you know if you're ready to sit down and really tell that story or if you're not. Mm-hmm. So do you have a favorite technique that you use when you scrapbook? I like to play with all the things. Like I like to try everything. So New stuff, older stuff. I love hand stitching. I very much love playing with black and white plus pops of color. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. But I like trying all the things. You even got me to stitch. I will say I have done it again since then. And that's an accomplishment. (laughs) That's amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. You made an entire quilt. So... That was totally different and very spur of the moment. And after your class, I will add. <laughs> but still, you you are more than capable of stitching. Yeah, it's just a it's just a thing. It's a mental block. Do you have like a layout prompt that uh, you'd like to share with people so that they can go out and maybe make a page inspired by that? Something that you think would be a really good story or a good technique for them to try. Absolutely. So in our, with our kit club, we have uh, monthly parties online and we offer like tons and tons of challenges over the course of the weekend. And one of our favorite challenges or one of my favorites is a storytellers challenge. So we ask people to tell a story about a certain prompt, kind of similar to what you do with uh, the load experience. Okay. So the one that I want to challenge people for is one of my favorites. And it was talking about one of your first loves and not like a person or a place, but something that is part of your like your story and your personality that is still true today. So maybe like how your love of reading started or how you developed a love of travel, something that you would consider one of your very first loves. And that's the story that I want you to tell. Oh my gosh, I can think of a a quick topic already right off the top of my head. Actually, two. I thought of two (laughs) immediately. And I'm like, have I scrapbooked those properly? Have I really told good stories for them? And I don't know if I have. So I think I've got some homework to do. (laughs) Well, and it's cool because it gives you a chance to really compare like your life as a kid and how it grew into your life as an adult with that same kind of thread still there. Oh, that's so good. 
I have one final question. What would be your best tip for creating scrapbook pages that you love? My biggest tip is that there are absolutely no rules. Like literally just play and do what you like. There is no like magic formula. There is no restrictions that you have to like, your page has to look like this or you can't put this together. No rules, just play for at least 15 minutes every single day. That's amazing. That is a fantastic tip. Hopefully everybody takes that to heart. Where will people find you online? We'll just repeat one more time and I'll make sure that this all goes in the show notes so people can just scroll down to the show notes and click the links. But give us a give us a spot of where to find you. Perfect. We are Redefined Creative and it's creative with a K pretty much everywhere. So Pinterest, Instagram, our website, all of that. And definitely come find us on Facebook. Same thing, Redefined Creative, because we do lots of challenges and live scrapbooking. And that's where I tend to hang out the most. Well, I am so looking forward to your class during the Scrap Smarter experience. That's going to be quite the event. And I will confess, having sneak peeks of all this stuff ahead of time, I know how good it is. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Scrap Happier podcast. Hopefully the tips that Christina has shared today will help you scrap happier too. Registration for the Scrap Smarter Experience will close at midnight Pacific time on August 20th of 2020. Our keynote speaker for the event is Stacy Julian, and we have 10 instructors each teaching a class. Of course, we know that Christina Sorge is teaching one of the classes, but we also have Lail Konkar, Janet from RTS Scrapbooking, Sarah Scraps, Victoria Calvin from Victoria Marie, Catherine Pooler, Shamel, Tracy Reed, Tasiana Gordon, and Vicki Booten. Don't miss out on all the fun. Pop over to scraphappy.org and you can find Scrap Smarter in the menu. And P.S. You can save $20 with the coupon code SMART20. Fill it in before you fill in your information. Oh, 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 oh